What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. So, hello and welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast episode 186. Uh, I am, of course, Wink. I'm not the uh, the usual guy running things, so um, I'll be honest. Um, I have no idea this whole live stream thing. <laughs> so, we will, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this episode goes. This should be fun. Um, Grande. Hi. What's going on? Not much, man. Doing good. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Um, loving the, the pre-show snafus and uh, ready to talk about, well, a uh, hell of a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, Lon. I am... Uh, I'm on the wrong side. Uh, GMP is out, so of course I asked Grande to come on and go through all these updates and this Q&A and all this sort of stuff with me. We got a hell of a lot to talk about. Um, But yeah, no GMP this week. Uh, He'll be back next week. I think we go back to doing our show on Friday next week. Uh, Probably guest. Um, So yeah, going to be very exciting stuff. So... Grande, um, tell everybody who you are if, for whatever reason, they're not familiar. Okay, so I'm Grande Patron uh, from Reality Skewed Gamers. Myself and about uh, five other people uh, work on that channel. You can find us at Reality Skewed Gamers on YouTube. Uh, we stream about this game almost every day. Have a stream on, the, on it. Uh, <clears throat> have a stream on this game uh, and other games almost every day. Uh, we do a Wednesday. Uh, we do a Wednesday evening stream where we talk about all the news that's fit to print, and then we also and then we also do um, uh, you know a, an everyday noon stream where we do a free roster reviews, and then uh, then we have a Saturday uh, uh, morning stream, uh, the roundtable called Jedi Academy, and that's where we have uh, a lot of different um, you know people that have uh, that are uh, you know that are YouTubers or that are streamers. Uh, on this game on to talk about and to do kind of a round table and answer everyone's questions as far as what they might have to, uh, uh, or what kind of progress they might be looking for in the game. Very cool. Yeah. That's a lot of good stuff. I love that Saturday show. Um, yeah, definitely cool. good stuff. And yeah, y'all, you guys stream a ton. Uh, how many of you are over there at RSG? Um, so let's see, so, so there's Ranger J, uh, 1999, uh, Affinity, myself, uh, Sir Loki, um, uh, Pitts McVenom, yes, that really is her name, 
uh, and none of us created it for her. She created that for herself. And then, uh, and then, and then we have uh, Stanley Red. We have, and then Grim. Uh, they're they're on quite a bit as well. And then, of course, just kind of like a normal roundtable of different people. I'm sure I missed somebody that I uh, not am not is not coming to my mind right now. I probably am, but uh, anyway, that's kind of the the core group of us. Very cool. Good stuff. Well, uh, make sure you guys go check that out on YouTube. Of course, I will put a link to y'all's YouTube channel in the show notes. Awesome. People want to check that out and aren't familiar. But um, all right, let's go ahead and jump into this first topic. Hey, guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? I will be honest, I didn't get a whole lot done in Swaga this week other than just doing some farms. I've been going heavy on the farms, especially Hux and Sith Trooper. Um, I'm doing the five Amphity Crystal refreshes, so I'm doing 15 battles a day, which should net me five a day, which I think puts me at about 40 days to get them to seven star with where I'm at right now, which is pretty rough. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty rough, right? Um, <laughs> and we have more farms coming out soon, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. So, um, who who are who are you farming? Are you farming for the Galactic Legends or? What oh yeah, farming? it's all it's all you know it's all hands on deck for Galactic Legends, right? So you know I'm I uh, I'm still doing my the two ships. I still have two ships characters or two ships that I haven't finished yet. I am still at I'm like. Slowly working on the hyena and slowly working on the on the BTL, but they're just you know the normal amount of nodes that you can get in a day, just the regular five, right? And then I am farming um, both the Sith Trooper and the uh, and General Hux, and then the rest of it is gear. And uh, I'm definitely going for the First Order faction first over the yep. Resistance faction, uh, mostly just because whenever I went and looked. I had the entire First Order faction at Gear 12 when I first looked, and I'm like, okay. And I still had, like, two or three of the Resistance at, like, Gear 10 or Gear 11. And uh, and so whenever yeah. so whenever I had them, um, you know, whenever I looked at it, I'm like, it's less pieces for me to go ahead and do that. I did get regular Kylo Ren up to uh, Relic 5 this week. And then, uh, the, and, and then nice. the entire rest of my First Order... Uh, until today's news, right, was uh, was all G12 plus the five mm-hmm. pieces. So after today, not okay. quite so much. <laughs> but, but, but until today, that's where I was at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had nice. a very, I had a very, I had Brian a very painful long. G12 um, this this afternoon. Been... Though I will tell you that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I oh yeah. I, I, um, who, who? I took uh, veteran smuggler Han, <laughs> veteran smuggler who was smuggler it? Han to G12, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, we are." I'm so fake. Do you remember? Okay, so I had yeah, I had, I had him at I had, level I had seventy gear seven in this channel for weeks and for weeks. I told you we were going to need Vet Han, Chewie, and Vet Han, and and Vet Han and Vet Chewie. Do you remember this? Weeks I've been saying this. Probably three. 
I do remember you saying that. And you guys and... called BS on me. You remember? You're like, oh, no, no. I can't believe it, Karate. Right? You remember that? Yeah. And I was like, look at what they do in the feet. I, I'm not. Look at the feet, man. That's look at true. The feet. I'm not super, super right? surprised. I'm a little surprised. <laughs> and SD Joe is in there giving me some heart. Some heartburn about the fact that, uh, yeah, we lost our TW to Shadowlands. Uh, we did. We did. Shadowlands bested us in that one. Oh, bummer. <laughs> uh, real close. close. I think it was like, uh, it was under 150, under 150 banners. Yeah. It was close. Yep. That's, that's a tough one. We squeaked one out. Um, uh, they were, it would have been like probably by 50 mm -hmm. banners we would have won had they finished our last fleet, but they knew they couldn't have won. So I guess they just kind of quit. But we ended up winning our territory where I can't remember who it was against. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, these Galactic Legends are pretty tough. I'd been farming the Emperor Shuttle because I was kind of expecting that. His shuttle would be a requirement for the finalizer, which I'm obviously expecting to be sure. a requirement for the Galactic Legend Kylo. And um, pleasantly surprised, so I think I'm about to <laughs> kick that back to the curb. Right. Maybe um, keep farming the Y-Wing and uh, what's the other one? The Falcon that's oh, needed right. for a Holdo ship. Um, I'm still going to keep farming those. But I need to get to work on some gear because I have Special Forces TIE Fire Pilot and Ooh. Veteran Han Ooh. at gear 10. Okay. Or, mm. no, gear. So I have a long ways to go. I need a lot of Carbonis. I need stun guns. I need so much <clears> stuff. So that's going to be my chore. But fortunately, I'm done with those first two quests. Like, my two Kylos are Relic 7. The, you know, the other four First Order requirements, they're Relic 5, so they're finished. So, um, yeah. I'm just working um, on this tier. Currently. You know, uh, you know here, here's the thing. Just when you think you're close, you really are far. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've got, <clears throat> so I have all of the First Order to where I'm yeah. at G12-5, right? Except for these last two that are here. And you think you're pretty gosh darn close. Let me tell you, just to get that mm -hmm. last piece on. Right to get them actually into relic is still pretty painful, and then the other thing too is, but here's the other thing yep. too is, it's brutal. I, so I have two Kylos, one sitting at relic five and one sitting at relic six. Just to get them both to relic seven is going to be a whole other thing on its own. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's I mean it's not like, I, I mean you think I mean yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, you know, it's, I'm like, hey, they're all G12, rough. right? Except for the Sith Trooper. And I've got all of his left side pieces, all, you know, all of his right side pieces to take him to G12 or ready to go. But just, no, <laughs> once I get him to G12, I got a whole nother thing to go and a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, this is, it's not super simple. It's not, it, you know, and what the heck am I going to nope. do with a, with a relic, whatever, three or five, whatever it is on a nope. Han after I'm done with it? <laughs> I mean, where's he going to go? I have no idea where he's going to, I mean, what, what, what am I going to do with him? Well, what am yeah. I going to do with him? He's just going to take up space and inflate your GP. <laughs> what do I do with that guy now? I mean, I, I have just, no idea what I do with that guy. Uh, 
Well, he he is getting the resistance tag. Relic, relic so there three. Might be some relic three. There I have to have him like relic Crits three. Relic with RJT like, or something like, along those lines, but um, anyway, that's what I did. And so, I'm making progress. We're getting very there. nice. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're making you're making mm-hmm. progress. You're I getting agree. there. Um, Absolutely, those, right. those relics damn sure are tough. I really didn't do anything else other than just kind of farming those characters. Um, uh, next, Woo-hoo! this next territory battle, the dark side territory battle, I will finally get Watton Star. So I'd like to get him also. Man, I don't know because um, the stuff that he needs. Right. These other two characters, the Bugler Han and special special Force, special fighter, Force pilot, fighter pilot. Yeah, that that cat. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so I let just, me tell you. I think I there's a way you the can. Gear to get I think there's a way you there, can. So. You can actually. You have the Zeta on Watt already, do you? I'm. I'm sure you do, right? Yes, I do. You have the, okay. Yep. I think it's possible that you can. I mean, uh, Watt Tambor basically does everything that he uh, needs to do at Gear Eleven that he does at Gear Twelve. That's true, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, the main thing. The main thing you're looking for is survivability, mm-hmm. right? And one thing that's nice about this game is, is that you could actually mod for speed and survivability and make up for the gear you don't have in this particular character. So it's possible that you can have a, not completely, right? But if you, for example, did uh, speed sets with a focus on protection, let's say, right? You could potentially make your Watt Tambor yep function almost as good yep. as a G12 Watt Tambor. Just as something to think about, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you if you know, you're we, you're a little starved for gear like the rest of us are right now, and if you're starved for gear, how do you and this is this is one particular character because he doesn't actually like fight or do anything. We literally all we care about is speed yep. and total HP on him. And other than that, we're good. So I think you and can. And I've got him modded around some. I like using him against Nexus, so I'd like him to have a little bit more. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that work him into Gear Twelve while sure. I'm doing this other stuff. But man, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's going to be tough. All right, uh, let's move on to tough. this next I thing. I agree. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right, the update that we got today. Uh, so this week they actually had an update in the App Store that you had to go download, and then we got the update today, which actually added some stuff. Stuff in here I'm pr- actually pretty excited about. Um, mm-hmm. One thing they did do is they changed the GA start to March 2nd. Um, so right. that's getting moved around just a little bit. I think it's starting a day earlier now, but the big thing, uh, and this is something, uh, that they got into a little bit more in the Q and a, and that is about the assaults. They have added new tiers to places of power, secrets and shadows and ground war, uh, places of power. I think we all, that's one we already knew about. But Secret Shadows and Ground War, we did not um, know anything about new Balladeers on those. So that's pretty exciting that they're going to be getting new ones. 
I I totally agree, right? I mean, we um, you know having new um, you know having new battles, uh, new new levels to these events, I think is super cool, and I'm definitely glad they did it. Uh, I will tell you that they are hard as heck, man. Um, I don't know if you've found it out to be that way. Typically, not yep. the, the the first one after what we were doing, right? The first tier. But the oh, second yeah, tier is uh, substantially more difficult. Uh, than, and, um, you know, basically, you, you know, what I've seen from most people is you have to bring G12 to that event at, as a bare minimum with some key yep. pieces at G13. And then, um, and then I will also say that uh, it does take some time as well. Most people that are doing the second level of these events um, are, uh, are, are really spending you know, 20, 30 minutes on it. Yeah, for it sure. Like, uh, and able to get that um, the, uh, so. hell, I think the bounty hunter one, I think it took me about 20 minutes to beat it. Um, of course I have a relic for boss relic for Boba relic five Django, and then a really good gear 12 Dangar. And, uh, I threw Greedo in with them who died almost immediately, but I was able to beat it with them. It took like four tries. That third wave is kind of difficult against the Phoenix, but once you get past that, you can kind of stack up the uh, buff and kind of make your way through it. Um, I've been able to beat second tier of all of them so far, fortunately, uh, the, um, you know, the one with the droids, that one was the most difficult. I did it with only one gear 13. And honestly, I didn't even need him gear 13. It was B2. Um, you know, if you that one's one that if you mod it right, you can definitely beat it, um, you know, without any gear 13. Uh, the other ones, I'm, I'm not so sure. Yeah. So we'll have to see how this how this kind of goes moving forward on whether or not we'll be able to do it. But um, yeah, we'll see. They're a lot of fun, though, and the rewards are fantastic. I, I love seeing these. I'm hoping that we'll, you know, start getting these on a lot more regular basis, at least like one a week or something. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Um. So the other thing, like we were talking about, the next uh, requirements for the Galactic Legend characters. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what we were talking about already. Absolutely. Yeah, that's um, rough. Um, the, Relic the Kylo 5, ones seem all right, though, right? Right. I mean, the Kylo ones. And part of it's what we expected. The Special Force TIE Fire Pilot at Relic 3. Sith Trooper Relic 5. That's not terribly surprising. No. But... The veteran smuggler Han at Relic 3. At least it's only Relic 3. Called it, baby. Run I Zia. called it. I called You're the it. only person I know of that called this one. <laughs> and I, I will say this, though. It makes complete sense. Absolutely. I mean, that character, Han, is completely crucial to who Kylo becomes. I agree. And, you know, we saw it in the movie with his reappearance and stuff. It, it makes complete and total sense. Um, I like no one should be upset or irritated about that because it's it's in lockstep with what these events should be, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, now I and then um, you mentioned as well too. Uh, he's getting a tag chain, right? Yes, he is going to be a resistance character, and he's getting some changes as right. well. And then. 
Um, have, did they mention any changes on Chewy? I can't remember if we saw any changes on Chewy yet or no. In the in the in the they Q&A. did okay. yes. So we could probably yes. expect the other. You know, we saw the we we saw the, well. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, in the Q and A, but it was. Yeah, we uh, saw the right post. foot, the, the right shoe drop, and we're probably going to see the left shoe drop on this thing later. But um, I mean, those two guys are like you know two peas in a yeah. pod, so you can obviously see something else coming down the line. Anyway, so uh, and then we got the Ray uh, Galactic Legends. Uh, yeah, I guess it's uh, the requirements for the for the, the third set of requirements, and and what were those? And those are a Relic 5 Hope, Relic 5 uh, Resistance Hero, mm-hmm. and who uh, he's actually now formable uh, as Correct. of this on Light 8C hard. And right. then, mm-hmm. oh, I feel, I feel so bad for all the Ray people, but uh, Rose, Relic 5, <laughs> at least you don't have to Zeta her like I did, but uh, <laughs> you do have to get her to Gear 13, <laughs> Relic 5, brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting there waiting on this one to go, you know. Uh I mean I had all the gear ready to take her to gear twelve and and uh and I but I, I put I put it on veteran smuggler Han and on Holdo and I was like, um, Yeah, Rose, you don't get it yet. I'm sorry. You know, you get to stay at eleven for yes, right now. Yes, she's Oh man. But yeah, it was yeah, uh, it was kind of painful for sure. It'll be so long. If I ever go for Ray, it will be a very long time down the road and um I won't be happy about that. I will not be happy at all about relicking Rose. So uh I'd rather do Han, so to all of the yeah. Really? Yeah. And I've got really? a Zeta on her. I just eh. Okay. I don't know. Oh, well. I mean, here, here's the thing. We haven't seen the kits yet, right? And we've talked about this before, right? About, you know, what are, what are you doing, right? Because we haven't seen the kits yet. You know, um, I'm like I said, I'm hedging my bet. I'm taking all of the characters that are needed for this to, to G12 and working on their pieces in G12 that I need for both. But I am... You know, as of right now, taking the first order first to G13, uh, just to kind of see. But I, I'm going to tell you, it, you, you know, um, when we don't see the kit, it makes it really difficult, right, to decide which one to go yeah. for. Um, right now, as of as of right now, though, it does seem like that um, first order might be the way to go. But when we see these kits, the new ray may blow it all out of the water. Yeah, that's so. totally true. You never know. It might be like, okay, it, it might be like the journey is more palatable on the first order side, but then the reward is more palatable on the resistance side. If that makes sense. Well, so we'll and, you know, the advantage of going for Ray is she's going to help tremendously in what is definitely the hardest game mode currently in the game, the light side Juno's territory battle. Um, I suspect she's going to be a monster in that. Whereas if you're going... For Kyle, you lose that big, massive benefit of all this investment, Um, you know, because most people are probably getting through the dark side geo territory battle. Okay, Um, you at least have some teams who that can function. A lot of people just don't have any teams that can function in the light side geo TB. So, kind of rough. I mean, we will see. You know, 
the thing is, though, I mean, if you're really going for light side GOTV, you need to be going for Galactic Republic, right? You need to be working some Jedi teams, you need to be working for gas, and you need to be working on your Padme team and clones. I mean, that, that to me really seems like that's where it's at Absolutely. for that. Um, I, I, I mean, if you're working up a team, yep. a resistance team, I'm not saying it won't work. I'm just saying you're going to have to work a lot harder to make it work currently without seeing the new Galactic Legends Ray. Yep. And fortunately, like for, for me, I'm already so deeply invested in all those light side teams. Not getting Ray doesn't really, it's not going to affect me too much this territory battle because I'm still able to clear quite a few waves and I'm fine. But like if you're struggling, you don't have any teams. I mean, going for Ray long term is probably going to be a smart strategy. So I'm, so here's what, here's what we've been, here's how we've been recommending people to do, right? We've been recommending that people kind of hedge their bets, right? Don't place any gear until we've seen the whole thing. You know, mm -hmm. we wouldn't, you know, you, you and I would not start a road trip from New York to Los Angeles without looking at a map and knowing exactly how we're going to get from New York to Los Angeles. That's right? very true. And so why would we start down a journey without knowing exactly what the whole roadmap is? Yep. You can't, you're not going to get in any trouble by waiting, right? You farmed all the gear and you just didn't press the green plus button. I mean, how's that? How are you gonna? You're not gonna be hurt by 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 waiting, and so you could totally wait until we yep. get rid of all of that, and then, and then once and then once we've seen the entire roadmap, then you can make a choice, and I think that then you would make a more informed and educated choice. Choice now, if someone is, you know, not totally free to play, and they're gonna in, invest some cash in the game, I think they can afford to maybe place some of that gear or decide one way or the other more than someone else because they know they're going to go for both of them. And so I think a lot of it depends yep. on, on how you're doing in arena, how you're doing in other areas. The other thing that we, that, that RS, us at RSG have said is we are, we, um, don't do something just for PB because you only get the kind of PB that you want like once every, like once every four weeks. Right, because you that's and so, true, and and so you know you know what do you need to work on first? You need to work on your you need to stay high level in arena, stay high level in ships arena. So you can get your zetas, and mm -hmm. so you can get your crystal income, and then after that, work on work on your teams for GAC. And by work, you know, if you work on your arena teams, that means you'll have a decent GAC, right? If you work on your GAC teams, then that means you'll be good for your guild for TW. And if you work on good teams for TW, then you will, as a byproduct, end up with good teams for TV. It's almost that is true. Um, and so it, the the one thing about TB is like every team has like one or two core characters that if you take to gear thirteen and relic them up, they completely change the team. Good point. Um, and so kind of focusing on those core characters is you know just absolutely huge um you know especially light side territory battle specifically right um so the other thing that dropped with this update is finally the other fleet mastery event we're finally getting the finalizer tomorrow yeah i'm excited um, have you read the um, kit i think the kit's pretty sick 
Uh, I I'm going to tell you. Yes. Um, to me, we are going to talk yeah. about it here in a bit, and it is absolutely awesome. I, I think that I, I think that this this ship is going to be it, really impressive. Yeah, I it, it's going to be very offensively Correct. based. It seems like, um, and we'll we'll kind of get into a little bit mm-hmm. more about it. But as for the requirements, um. The requirements are nowhere near what I was expecting. They're a lot more relaxed than I think anybody probably expected. So, um, the, since the event's not actually here, we don't know 100% for sure, but this is all data mined. So, we're pretty certain this is what it is. But the requirements are any capital ship, first order TIE fighter, houndstooth, Kylo's command shuttle, slave one, the TIE silencer, TIE advanced. And Xanadu blood, I was really, really expecting that the Emperor Shuttle or some of these Sith ships would be requirements for this. I never would have thought that the TIE Advance that's been one of the best ships in the game ever since they came out with ships. I mean, ever since that ship dropped, it's been very good. And then the Xanadu blood and Slave One, they're required to get Hans Millennium Falcon. That's kind of it's almost it's kind this, of a gimme. This is I, I think the requirements. Well, I for mean, this to me, it's similar, right? I mean, it's a real hodgepodge of ship, right? It's almost like it, it's almost like let's just throw the kitchen sink at that thing. Yes. <laughs> so it just kind of makes me chuckle a little bit. Um, I think they're trying to. Yep. I think they're trying to get more people engaged in ships, and by doing that, we're ending up with some kind of you, you know some softballs in order to in order to get people engaged in ship content that's you know you know uh i mean it's been that, a long time since we had that could be true um you know any kind of like hardcore ships content and so i think they want to get more people um engaged in moving up in their ships arena and get those ships arenas a little bit more competitive that's what i think that's that's actually a really good point i didn't even thought about it uh from that aspect but that it would make sense based on the way that these two ships are built one being almost entirely defensive about recovery and all that sort of stuff but plays really well as an offensive team it's just um you know all the abilities are defensively based versus the first order team that is entirely offensively based uh both of these fleets great potential to kind of shake up the meta for you know, people that don't you necessarily know, maybe have these Galactic Republic or um, droid ships maxed. So, so my, you know, my buddy and I, I have a couple of buddies and we, we do uh, fleet arena battles just for practice in fleet, right? We're kind of weird in that we kind of theory okay. craft. And so we, you know, we threw five star and six star uh, Radis on, on defense and we're like, hey, what do you think? And uh, at least with the Radis, they were like, Man, that protection regen is brutal, even with kind of garbagey ships, right? I mean, we're only five star, we're only six star yeah. for most of the people that are out there, right? And most people probably are only four star or whatever it unlocks that. So, uh, you know, we're like, we're like, throw it in there and then throw it in there with some kind of like, you know, unusual pieces. Um, I will tell you that, you know, at least for the Radis right now, it feels like it, it's missing a piece because really and truly you have to bring on Millennium Falcon in from reinforcement in order to make it work. And that's because it gives foresight to all of the 
to all allies when you bring it in from reinforcements. So that works for Fleet Arena, but it doesn't work for uh, GC yeah. and doesn't work for TAW. You, or for TW, you're trying to, uh, you, you know, you're trying to, you're basically trying to reduce the cooldowns of her holdo maneuver thingy. And so, <clears throat> so, yep. uh, you know, and no one's going to, you know, uh, really uh, kind of neuter their, uh, their rebel fleet by doing that, which means, it's, which means that the Radis is missing something. And I feel like that we can the potential the potential is there that with Huck's finalizer yep. we can end up with a better fleet that doesn't that doesn't neuter another fleet quite as badly, I guess. And kind of jumping on the your kind of theory about them wanting to make ships more engaging, by throwing out more capital ships and actually having options, this kind of allows them to build more other ships. For us to use, and if they start going more this strategy of non-piloted ships, that creates a ton of potential. It, so, I mean, that's something that we could certainly be seeing. You know, it's a lot interesting you say that. I, I'm kind of not a fan of the of the pilotless ships, and the the reason why I'm not a fan of the pilotless okay. ships is because as we continue to have some type of overall roster power creep, right? pilotless ships get stuck at whatever mm -hmm. their max is whenever they were introduced. And so you, piloted ships will always trump non-piloted ships um, in that scenario. Uh, similar to... Similar, that, that's assuming new gear levels or some new type of modifications new modification comes out, right? On some level, there's some type of overall modification. Yep. Um, that comes out and that and, and granted that's a big assumption but you know about once every six months to a year we've had some you know since the game started we've had some way to increase any character you wanted to on your roster at some point so i can't imagine that we would say that you know from now until the end of time that you know a relic seven character you know with six with with 60 mods is like the penultimate max of a character we're ever going to have uh, you know, moving forward. Uh, if, yeah. And uh, the example of what I mean by a pilotless ship is there are certain characters that have been left in the dust that were super awesome when they first came out and are not awesome anymore. And one of the characters that, one of the characters That's... that comes to my mind with this is IPD. IPD is a character that was really, really strong when IPD came out. And now IPD's big yeah. quote unquote you know, Holdo maneuver, nihilist type maneuver, um, doesn't even, you know, because it's because of where it's set, it doesn't even kill anything anymore. So I'm concerned that that we would yeah. end up with pilotless ships that we kind of look at as similar to IPD moving forward, which would be unfortunate. And I, you know, honestly, I like the tie advanced is kind of one of those ships because you used to run oh, it in yeah. everything. But now it just doesn't have a spot as much. Uh, that could change. But as for uh, these ships, they could always rebalance them. Um, you know, ships without pilots, pilots, they could rebalance them whenever they add something to characters to keep them up with them. And I hope that they do. They said I hope that, that they the... do rebalance them. I really do. Just like I hope at some point they rebalance IPD to bring IPD back to relative. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they will. There will be an Empire thing they'll do at some point, and uh, IPD will 
be back to being a uh, a destroyer of worlds. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, all right, <coughs> let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Hey, boys, do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> all right. That cracks me up every time I hear that, dude. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Cracks me up every it's time. It's one I of hear my it, favorites. Even today. <laughs> I need to rebuild the soundboard because there are a few that are not on here that I want on here. I want to start using again. But Oh, I bet it I bet if you went back and you re-listened, there there are a lot of times whenever Goodnight Punk has said something that would just be like yeah. really funny to just have it your fingertip and be like, oh, really? Oh, really? I should start oh, trying really? to remember more of these. Um, if you uh, if you guys know of any, please hit me up. And uh, I would love I would love Joker, to do something. The sounders qu- sound quality is much better than you. <laughs> they, they could. They can hear your. They can hear your stuff much better this time. Probably instead of having to go over the I, internet and then into his machine. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Glad to hear. Um, the uh, IS video quality is probably lower because my internet's, uh, you know, sketchy. But all right, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about this Q and A. I kind of pulled out some interesting points. Uh, you know, just kind of things that were said that were kind of highlights. Yes. Feel free to go back and read the full Q&A. The link to it will be in the show notes if you guys want to go check that out. But um, one of the exciting things, I think it's exciting at least, uh, that the Malik and the Gas events will be, they confirmed that they will be in the journey guide about a year after their initial release, which means Malik is coming up. Uh, we'll probably see Malik permanently in the gear guy. I would assume you know, next I, month. I think that's great. Um, uh, you know, there's no reason I why anybody at this March. point should have to wait to get Malik. Um, you know, if they if they farmed all the requirements for Malik, yeah, why not? Every everybody should be able to get it whenever it comes, whenever they meet the requirements. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So. That that be a nice change that we'll be seeing soon. Do you, do you think a year's mm-hmm. too long? Let's see. So that I think it depends on how many times uh, in a year they give you an opportunity to get it right. So uh, you know, if in a year, if in a year's time they've given you four opportunities, let's say to get it, you know, one every three months, one every ninety days. Yeah, uh, I think that's fine, <laughs> right? Uh, I agree. You, you know, I mean, you know, if you weren't ready the first time, you got something to work for, and you can push for it a second time. So I'm, I'm fine with it as long as they, you know, the biggest thing. I just don't like the surprises, right? Like it comes up when someone wasn't anticipating it to come yeah. up. You know, it comes up a month early, or it doesn't come up, or it comes up a month late, right? So instead of being, you know, 90 days between, it's 60 days mm-hmm. between, and then the next time it's 120 days. You know, I, I feel like that once they've said something comes, that it should be a little bit more uh, predictable and a little bit more regular. I mean, what's the purpose? 
I, I understand the purpose of opening and closing it, but what's the purpose of after you've already released it, not having it on something close to a predictable schedule? I don't see any reason yeah. for not doing that. Yep. My so, totally it's a good change, right? Putting yep. them, you know, both of those characters should be in the journey at some point. Totally agree. Yep. That, and um, pa is Padme in there already? I don't know if is Padme already in the journey or no. I don't think she uh, is. No, I wouldn't think game. so because yeah, well, she, she came out you know, after Malik, I believe. I think she came out in May. Joker said April twelfth so, was the Malik release, so. So then Padme was Padme, a little bit after that. So then, so then, in my mind, Padme should at some point between the two also come. Basically, I don't want him to act. I don't want him to accidentally. Um, you know, forget, uh, forget. You can go to the event right now for Padme. Oh, can you so really? Padme's already in there. I just did it on my oh, phone. So, nice. You so can go to the she event. she went into the journey guide a little bit earlier than usual. Then interesting. And um and uh, and then Very Matt Malik does say currently unavailable. And then uh, I I don't even know where this gas event is. And then the. Is the gas event open right now? No, starts in four days. Starts in four days. Right, right. So it's on the thing. Oh, so. yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Right. Cool. Um, the thing, uh, they actually officially acknowledge that the Radis and the Finalizer are meant to be kind of second-tier capital ships, not like an arena meta like Malevolence and Negotiator. But they're meant to be kind of that next GAC and TW fleet, which we desperately needed. So I am perfectly okay with that. You know, I don't. You know, I, I kind of wonder about that, right? I mean, it always seems like. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that if you have a team that can beat someone else's team, uh, then they're really just used for cleanup at this point, right? I mean, that's that's really what they are. And yeah. And so my question then is if they're cleanup, then what are then what what does that do to Chimera and you know, Tarkin and Mace Windu's, right? I mean they're they they they're like third tier now. Is that what those are? So uh, well, I mean, I think Tarkin Tarkin and Mace are basically dead as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I still think Thrawn's great just because he can absolutely nuke someone if you just throw in an unbelievably tanky squad. He can still be useful. And um, obviously, Admiral Akbar. I mean, I mean that's... The, the Rebel fleet is still a really Agreed. good fleet. I mean, it, <coughs> they, it, even using Negotiator... Thing, there is a chance that things go wrong. That fleet is like Night Sisters. Um, there's always a chance of something going wrong just because of the damage output. So um, it'll it'll be nice to have these various tiers of ships, and it gives a a good place for these first order and resistance. Really, haven't fit into any meta whatsoever. We were on occasion we were pulling off onesies twosies, right? On occasion we were pulling off like. Uh... Like a Kylo Ren's yep. command shuttle to give someone a hundred percent turn meter, and on occasion we were pulling off Poe Dameron because he's got some pretty substantial um, DPS, and so there were some instances where we were pulling off yep. onesie twosies, 
you know, um, my thought on this deal is, is that I really don't, I just want to make sure that, and it doesn't look like they are, but I want to make sure that they continue with this kind of um, focus in the ship's area of the game. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, I feel like that if, if they work something in on ships, whether it's some new PVE content or some new PVP content or some new carrot, some new ships in the ships area, if they did a little something every month with ships, eventually ships would be awesome, right? And I, and I got it. It might take six months or a year or whatever to finally get ships to where it is. But if you, you got to kind of do something about ships every month. And then, you know, in a year or a year and a half, you can look back and go, hey, ships yeah, is pretty awesome because sure. we did something with it every month. Yeah. Uh, um, that's really what I feel like. It seems like, like a bit more, Karen. So hopefully seeing improvements. Um, so I would agree. This is I, like, this is what I like read the next from this. Thing you uh, just we'll talked, see like the next if you agree with me or not. The question was: There are tire capital ships, but only five starfighters. Them is a tank. Good tank. A fleet isn't competitive. Are there any plans to make an Empire tank starfighter? And bomber would be a perfect make. Had many appearances in can. It would be on the line of bombers like the high toss. Uh, that we've yet to put in the game as collectible units. The TIE Bomber is just one of them. And your instinct on carrying on the tradition in the bombers like the Hyena and Y-Wing is a smart one. Is this confirmation? Uh, you know, it's not, again, you know, for some of us uber-involved players, right? You know, people that read between the lines. I think that we I think that they understand that there's only there's really yeah. only one pound tooth. And it you know, and while yes, yeah. it does go into every fleet, it That's can't true. go into every fleet, if that makes sense. So um they do they do need to come up with two or three other tanks that if somebody really likes a faction. They like First Order. They like, um, you know, they, they like Resistance. They like Empire. That yeah. they can run an entire Empire fleet, right? Um, we, need, uh, we need a tank. You know, in my mind, we need a tank for every group that's somewhere, you know, maybe as good as yeah, Big, Dark Lighter, for about every sure. faction. Uh, you, 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 know, so, you know, maybe a little better than Bigs, maybe a little worse than Bigs depending on, you know, which faction and how all the yep. kits and synergies work together. But absolutely, I mean, every, I mean, if we, look in, if we look at the character section, you know, almost every character faction has a, um, has a uh, you know, has some kind of a really good tank, or sometimes mm -hmm. two really good tanks uh, sure. in, in those factions. And so I, uh, I feel like the ship should be the same way. I feel like, too, there's got to, you know... Um, I mean, there's a lot they can still do with ships. I mean, we haven't we haven't re we we have we've seen we we haven't really seen a resurrection mechanic or like a I guess it would be like a repair mechanic, yeah. right? We haven't seen a capital ship that can repair yet. I mean, I mean, imagine well, a capital ship or or a ship where a ship docks with the other ship and repairs it, and then it gets back out in the fleet or it comes back as a reinforcement after it died. Yeah, like it goes I mean, back into of, the bay uh, whenever really it cool gets things. down to one health or whatever. It goes yeah, it in, gets, gets repaired, gets... and then comes back out or something. Exactly. That would be really cool. I, Malevolence kind of has that with the way it sends out the vulture droids constantly. 
Um, it's obviously yeah. a little bit different. The problem is they all yes. disappear, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it, to me, it's more like zombie, right? I mean, to right. me, that particular mechanic seems more like yeah. zombie. And um, you know, and the other thing too is they die. Like they die. Like if you kill all the ships, the vulture droids go away. Yep. And I kept feeling like you know that why would the vulture droids just auto retreat? Like shouldn't we? I mean, they came out. <laughs> why would? Yeah. Shouldn't we have to kill them? <laughs> so, uh, I agree. It's I it's know. kind of a weird mechanic, but it, it it's cool and it's a new change. So you know, hopefully it that is will kind of tie into something, kind of like what you just mentioned. I agree. Um, yeah. All right. So sure. the next thing is regarding the Galactic Legend ticket system. Uh, there was a question asked about that, and here was the response. You will need to engage in the core game to earn the new tickets, and there is a cap on how many you can hold. Your tickets are consumed upon attempting the Galactic Legend event, and when or lose, you will need additional tickets to play the event again. The event itself is not intended to be a challenge level we have seen in the past with units like Malak and General Skywalker. Um, so this I don't find terribly surprising. This absolutely sounds 100% like a single person raid it's a mini raid yeah it's an individual raid I agree and to me this seems like a reoccurring event which means you're going to do this over and over and over again and after you've collected and after you've gotten all the shards you need for Galactic Legend Kylo or Galactic Legend Ray, you're continuing to do the event as a source of crystals or resources later this yep. is, so this is something you're going to do all the time and to me this sounds like uh, mm -hmm. you know what's the what's core to the game core to the game is using energy right using energy doing 100%. your dailies interacting in the table and to me this sounds like when they talk about interacting with the core of the game it means by you actually logging in and doing your activities that you normally do yep. you're just going to get these tickets uh, i mean everything i mean the only, everything about tickets in this game, you get tickets just by doing normal stuff, right? You get them tickets by doing normal stuff. You get uh, you get raid tickets by doing normal stuff. To me, this doesn't seem like it's going to be something super out of the ordinary from anything we've already seen. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> this, is, um, this is meant to know, be a time you, gate. This is all this is meant to be. The ticket is meant to be... 100%. You, I mean, where, you cannot do 50 raids in a day. Why? Because you need tickets to do the raid. The whole reason for this is basically to say, yep. we don't want, want, if someone spent all of the money to get all of the characters up, we don't want someone to come out day one with a Relic 7 Galactic Kylo Ren, uh, Galactic Legend Kylo Ren. Yep. So you need to do your tickets. And I'm going to guess that you can probably do somewhere between like two, you know, one to three maybe one to four of these things in a week. It's going to be somewhere in that range. So no one can do more than four in a week. Yep, probably. Um, just like the pit raid. So, yeah. Super easy. No pro I, I mean, the reward structure could be very much like the raid. You know, what, probably RNG. 10 shards. And yeah. they could also do something like, if you get through so many waves, you get a number of shards. You know, they could... It, they could do it, it tiered, could right? It could you still you could be tiered, you could still be tiered one to five, right? You could still have tiers one to five on the Kylo event, 
and just like how we do a rancor where yeah. you, you know so it takes less tickets when you start and it takes more tickets when you get down to the other end and you have to do the the, the final version of the of the Kylo event or the final version of the of the Galactic Ray event. And you know what what would the rewards be? The rewards could be anything. I mean it could be get one. It could be get two. It could oh, be, that'd be it could nice. be um I mean I'm you know to me if if I was a player I'd want more get one and more get two and not more more loot boxes, right? Because then it's just all RNG versus let me buy what I want to buy. Uh, yeah, I, I suspect there will be loot boxes because I'm that sure does throw be. some randomness in it and prevents you from being perfectly efficient with everything. I totally um, agree. But uh, I mean, I'm kind of expecting almost exactly like a raid. Um, you get what 10 shards, you get a little bit of currency, and th there may be there may even be a new currency, there might be some sort of single player event. Token. Yep, you could see a you whole know, new. You could, we could something. see a, We could see now a uh, like a a journey shop, right? And you get a new journey shop currency. I mean, you, yeah. you know, and there's different stuff in the journey shop. Yep. I, and I I wouldn't be opposed yeah. to that. I like more stores. That would be cool. Um. All right. Next thing was the um. The new capital ship requirements for the Radis and the Finalizer, they are based on how well they synergize. And they did this due to the lack of First Order mm -hmm. and Resistance ships in the game. So it that was kind of an interesting approach that I found surprising. Like I said, I was super surprised that they didn't have some uh, some of these less lesser owned ships and less required ships um, you really did seem to take a new approach on this yeah i feel like um i don't think they wanted anyone to miss the event right they wanted to they're trying to be yeah. inclusive in the beginning of the capital ship which again i'm totally fine with 100 percent uh the other thing, future Galactic Legends, they mentioned that they're expected to be the same way as far as knowing far out in advance, and that could change, though. Um, you know, we could predict all night long about the uh, various characters that we're going to end up seeing. Um, oh, man. But and we can predict. And we can predict. And then, well, we'll see. And then we could we also another predict Galactic how Legend. many characters you need. And, and which ones? I will tell you. This is a this is a fair number of characters oh, that we need for this thing. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there's what there's like a there's 190 something oh, characters in the yes. game, and you know we're we're taking 30 of them, 30 of them to make this event. That's a that's a that's a pretty huge chunk, right? Yeah. Which means, you know, you start looking at this thing. Well, it could be Absolutely. way more than that. I mean, it could end up being close to forty if you know if they don't have any other ships. Like, say, if just the finalizers required for crew and the other three wrecks or characters. I mean, by proxy, you you, you know you have all these ships that are required in there too. I, I, I mean, um, you could, which is you know, a lot. Um, I mean, we could end up with fifty. Or, I mean, if we did some kind of new Vader and new Jedi loot, you could probably end up with sixty or something characters needed for something like that right i mean if you, you know um I'm, right can you imagine oh, i mean can you imagine Lord, yes. like 
uh, all the Empire and all the Jawas and all the bounty hunters, right? All of a sudden, you're like, oh man, okay. Yeah. All the rebels. <laughs> I mean, it could get it could get pretty all inclusive at some point. It it really could. It really could be a situation where you're almost forced every time that there's a galactic legend to where you pick dark side or light side just because the requirements are so steep there's no way in hell you're going to be able to do both. Even even if you're spending pretty heavy money, I, I mean, the requirements to get both these galactic legends is pretty crazy. Um I mean, it's not going to be cheap at all because I mean, you're going to see some you're going to see some people do it, but I sure. think you're going to you know, when you when you kind of look at the cutoff, you're probably looking at the top 300 players in the game just by looking at GG yeah. on people that could get that that even have a shot at getting this. Yep. You know, top top maybe 250 players in the game. Yeah, probably. I mean, look, I I'm a relatively big spender, and I'm telling you, I'm only doing one for sure right away, and another one is going to have to wait a little bit. Yeah, but I I kind of like that they're doing that um it's kind of nice that yeah. the the way they've been dropping stuff recently you know once you kind of get end game it's pretty easy not not easy but you can stay up with things really without spending too much this really creates uh, you know kind of forces you into making a choice and that choice is really going to change how you shape the rest of your roster and i don't know i i kind of expect of it Sure, without a doubt. Um, all right, so uh, they're not getting rid of legendary events. Um, Galactic, you know, we'll have we'll still have uh, whatever the hell the like Malak style events are legendary events. You, that's mm -hmm. all basically going to be based on how good the character is. Um, and I assume Galactic Legends will probably stay the top tier character. I would, I, I mean, I don't. Given that we don't have like a a badass Vader or Luke, um, I don't see them going another route or another tier up from Galactic Legends. I suspect we'll get both of them about the same time, maybe a year from now, and that'll kind of be um, kind of the top tier characters. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that makes sense, right? Um... You never know, though. You know, sometimes they bring out a character, and we don't. You know, they they've decided it's it's not top tier, and come to find out, it really is top tier, and they and they just didn't understand how we were able to theory craft around it. I think Watt Tambor is a great example of this. Yeah, right. That's true. Where you know we've had. Oh, he's awesome. You know, he is. Well, or here's another one. I mean, we've had characters that are yeah. marquee before, right? And uh, Ness. Is a great example of a, just a mark, just a regular marquee character, right? That ended up being, uh, you know, super important. Yeah, uh, ended up being way better than most marquee characters have been for sure. You know, uh, there's some, you know, there's some other. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like that they've got some. You know, they. You know, we don't want to make it where the only thing we're looking forward to is like the the galactic legend and everything else is just the chase for this galactic legend, but that there's some good stuff along the yeah. way. And, you know, we've seen other characters like lead characters kind of come mm -hmm. out after 
some of these other more top tier characters. You know, like we had Padme come out right after um, Malik last year, and Padme is an awfully damn good counter to Malik. So you know, at the time, we I, could at very the, well end up seeing some sort of legendary character. And, and at the time, I didn't think Padme was going to be that good of a counter for Malik. I really didn't. You know, when I first saw it, I was like, ah, it's going to be okay, but it's you know, it's not going to quite cut the mustard. You know, maybe if somebody went all in on it, maybe yep. they could figure it out. But um, it's actually a better counter than I thought it was going to be. The first. Yeah, that that team is insanely good. It's it's impressive how good that team still is. Um, honestly, I agree. I'm, given everything else that we've got, well, again, it's uh, survivability and damage, so, right? And it has survivability, and it that puts out a good damage output. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And you, it's very difficult to debuff. I mean, it, it kind of has everything, but it's not like too OP right. either. Like you can still take it down. It, it might be the most well balanced team in the game. Just for what I feel like they were trying to do, I I really think they did a great job with that team. Yeah. Um. All right, so there's been lots of discussions about the new content. So these are just some points I pulled mm-hmm. from various spots in the QA about new content stuff. They mentioned that there will be a new tool set for new content features, uh, or specifically one feature. This feature is expected to yield multiple varied content experiences. The hell that means? I have no idea. But it might tie into one of these other points. Um, they're currently in pre-production for the new feature. The This is the thing to kind of tie in. New PvE game mode in addition to new PvE authoring systems, which will let us produce content more efficiently. I like the sound of that. I don't know what the hell that means, but I like the sound of it. And then finally... There are aspects of an infinite journey mode, like uh, thinking like horde mode in Call of Duty or like the zombie mode or like the Mortal Kombat tower. Um, And there are aspects of that being put in the DNA of the new game mode, hoping for a rich PVE experience that strengthens the Star Wars and Holotable game feelings. Um... I love the sound of all of that. Uh, You you know, and like an infinite mode does kind of create a situation where it's it's more content in a way that, and you could probably scale it to some degree. I mean, looking back as Mortal Kombat, for an example, I used to love Mortal Kombat and you would have like the various tiers, powers that you could do, you know? Um... I feel like there's a lot of ways that they could kind of mix that into the game and kind of change things up, like maybe a a 3v3 thing, a Jedi thing, um, and and create a lot of different uh, ways to play the game. You know, I mean, all this stuff sounds really good, and, you know, you and I can theorize till the cows come home on what would be great to add to this game and where they can add it that they haven't, that they don't have it right now, blah, blah, blah. My biggest concern is, is that a lot of this stuff from the sounds of it 
seem way in the future and don't seem like coming in the, this quarter or next quarter. I agree. Yeah. It, you know, it doesn't sound like it's the next and, few months type thing. You know, and, you know, if we're thinking, you know, this is two quarters out or three quarters out, I mean, that's a heck of a long time to be. I mean, it, it gets players excited, yeah. but at some point, you know, we got we to gotta put some mustard on this thing and actually what what is actually really coming to the game. And yeah. so that, so, you, you know, to me, it's like, okay, well, we're doing Galactic Legends right now. And you're saying that stuff's coming out and it's sounding like, you know, this is Q3 of 2020, maybe Q4 of 2020. You know, what's your plan for Q2 of 2020? Yeah. Um, after you've given us... I think that's the bigger question. Um, and I'm trying to break it down into quarters. Because we know a, what Q1 yeah, well, Q, is. Q1 is the legendary. Uh, you know, is, are these two galactic legends? It's the... And new assault battles. And new battle assault battles here. Which, which is pretty good. I, which, to be honest, right? I mean, we can't say... You know, you get people who all the time are like, oh, there's no new content. I can't believe it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is content, right? I mean, Assault Battle Tears is content. Uh, yeah. You know, and someone may have a... I love I, Assault I, Battles. Look, we They're get it. Awesome. Look, I mean, if we're doing five of them, that means we're getting five a month, right? Because we're going to get them at least once a month. So we're getting at least five a month. I'm okay with that as content. I would hope I, so. You, you know, we're... We, every, you know, we're, you oh, know, you know, we're, you know, we're going to... You know, everything in this game we're going to play repeatedly. <laughs> We've been playing it repeatedly the whole time. And we're and it is partially a collection game, which means we are going to get new characters that we have to collect or we're going to have to raise our characters' collection. We're, you know, um, I mean, we, you know, it's very easy to be a player. You know, I mean, they gave us, you know, last quarter, they gave us the journey guides and gave us repeatable abilities to play, to play any of the journeys that you wanted to play, to remaster them. It would, you know, it's playable content. You didn't get any rewards for it, but at least it's something that you're able to do. Um, I, I like, you know, I like what they've done so far. I like what I like how they fixed gear with, with, um, with relics. I feel like that we're, you know, right path or wrong path. More times than not, I have to say it's right path, at least at the moment. I, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I'm very happy with almost everything they've done over about the past. Four months, other than some PR stupidities, uh, as far as the actual things that they're doing, I'm extremely excited. I, think I agree. The journey think, guide was fantastic. Yeah. They needed to pull in new players, uh, get fresh blood, and I think making it easier to get in and figure out what the hell to do is a great way to start. Um, I agree. And now we're getting something for end game players with these galactic legends. Right. Um, you know, fo focused heavy on new players. Now they're focusing heavy on older players. And then hopefully after that, we'll see something that is a little bit more for everybody as a whole. Um, whether Man, that's I gotta tell you, I, the, the, quality of life. Yeah, the idea or, about, about new PVE table game mode, almost is more impressive there's almost i'm more favorable towards that than even a new raid um just because i like working through the pve tables i like working through the ship's pve tables i like working through light side dark side um i like being able to you know to, i like being able to yeah. you know do an event complete it and then work and then they're work, fun and when and they're challenging to, you know, i mean maybe it's you know i like i like seeing all three stars done eventually on the thing right 
And you know, what do I? I mean, what do I? What do I need to do yes. to three star the event? Okay, cool. This is what we need to do to three star the event. Cool. Yeah. So I, I definitely like it. And, and the value, I like how they did the value on the assault battles. I like that the majority of the yeah. must have is in just the next tier up, and that everything that comes in the second, in the second hardcore tier, of the assault battles. Is right is right there. The other thing I like about what they've done with the assault battles, and some people may or may not like this, but they also have a nine ninety nine pack in the store when the assault battle comes out. Where if you weren't able to complete the assault battle, you could potentially just buy the pack that gave you almost everything that you got in the assault battle, so that somebody who needed a little extra push or wanted to work in another area has that ability for a little bit of cash. Interesting. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that. You had you seen that? Huh. Yeah, I mean, have, I mean, have, you've seen them, right? That I've seen them, but I really haven't paid any attention give to you... what's actually in them. So, yeah, that's cool. okay. I, 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 I actually like it. Very nice. Um, which kind of brings me to the next point: the the new assault battle tiers. Um, that is current their solution for the gear economy. There won't be really any other changes. But the fact that they're making so many of these and doing them as regularly, it seems that they will be, I am perfectly okay with that because the gear from them is quite good. It can get you through a little while. I mean, a few Zetas and 10 of each, you know, Cairo, like that's, that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, if you're getting one of those a week, I mean that you're getting over 30 Kairos a week. From dailies and assault battles, if you're doing beaten tier mm -hmm. one, that's that makes a massive difference whenever you're talking about trying to get some of these characters up. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. I agree. Um, yes. All right. Uh, I kind of already covered that. Um, let's see. So, I, I am going to assume that whoever asked this next question i'm not going to read the question i'm just going to kind of detail it but i'm assuming that's somebody that listens to this podcast uh, so congratulations on getting your question answered but a couple weeks ago we were talking about something that starts a discussion in our guild about assist order and mass attacks and you know those sorts of interactions we're talking about um the way we specifically place our bugs in our lineup to get a certain effect and they were asking if this was accurate what determines attack order and all that sort of stuff the official response is this is a tricky one while squad order placement plays a large role in assist order there are other factors that work here beyond that if I were determined enough, I would experiment with squad order placement until you find a result you're satisfied with. And note that changes to the units from mods to bug fixes may impact the order. This kind of tells me that, um, yes, yeah, squad order is a huge aspect. There's also other things. Animation time. Um, yeah. You know what what the character actually does i mean characters that have super fast animations like han for example 
he got yeah. both of his attacks. I mean, just super fast. So there may be some advantage maybe to moving him into the last spot. That way, anytime there's a mass assist, um, the final thing that he can do is... Are you talking, you know, are you talking about specifically in a raid? Or is that... Is that really where you guys, where the question kind of came from was in a raid? Uh, so the discussion that actually started it here on um, this podcast was uh, talking about using bugs in territory battle. Um, that's what actually gotcha. sparked the conversation that we had a couple weeks ago. And right, right. Because a lot of people were having trouble, and I'd never really had much trouble, but I'd always had my lineups. Where, um, you know, Sunfox up higher, uh, so he can dispel, and then Geo Soldier, and then Poggle at the back, and so wherever there's a mass attack, theoretically the idea is that. And the other thing that helped start this whole conversation was the fives bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fives in the last spot. Yeah. So. So. Between all that, this was the conversation that we'd had, and you know the bugs. I think are a pretty good example, and I've done some experimenting, not even, uh, you know, as far as playing around with that. And my bugs seem to be very effective with the way I have them set up, but most of their animation times are pretty similar. Um, I, I I will tell I will tell you I when think they that say placement is is huge. I mean, when he's saying this right now is that when he's saying that it plays a large role in the assist order, I can tell you that when I fight an opponent, yep. not only where they place five, but where they place wreck matters. It just in a ga in gas be gas. Okay. And the re and it has to do sometimes too with the with the heads up display on when you kill a character, where the where the counter attack or where the assist goes after a character has died. You know, like, so if you attack someone and they die, but oh. an assist comes, but the but the little the little green circle yep. has now moved to a different character, that you can you can set up the team where when you kill five, the next assist moves over and you can't select it, but it moves over to Rex, and then you can put them in a certain order when once fives dies, it like moves over to Arc Trooper. Or it moves over to Echo instead, like it, like like, like you. Interesting. Like, I mean, I know this is like super nuancy, or at least it feels. Super I'm going to pay attention to that. It, it feels super nuancy, but I don't. I think that whenever we're talking about the difference between winning something and losing something, being really slim margins, sometimes this little nuancy stuff matters. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, gas v. It absolutely. I mean, I mean obviously, does. gas v. Gas is not that big of a deal, right? But TW and GAC, sometimes there are some slim right. margins between whether or not you win the battle or whether or not you win the battle and have the points that you want in GAC, for example. Uh, you, you know, because, you know, there's a big, there's a big oh, point. Yeah. You know, everything is about points, right? And so that means GAC becomes really nuanced yep. a little bit. So here's kind of how I think about this. I think of it as a fuse starts in the one slot and goes across. You light that fuse and it starts going across. So, you know, your leader will be the first one and then finally your last one. And 
it happens quick. So characters with animations at the same time, it's not going to make much of a difference, right? So I don't know how mods would fit into that theory um, because they said from mods to bug fixes. So I, I don't think that, um, you know, I don't think like, character speed would particularly matter but i don't know if there's something else in there like, um, you know I, I feel like we need to do it i need to record it and then watch it back on super slow-mo and see if i can determine the order yeah. that the hits happened in right and then you move a character to a different slot and play the battle again and then do see it if again. In, and then see if in yeah. super slow-mo if you changing the slot made a difference right I mean, we have the ability to, so record, Galactic to record what we Galactic War would be the perfect place to do this because, well, actually, no, it wouldn't be because um, I'm going to overpower Well, the path it. is like already laid out. If you change your, if you line up, it changes. I was going to say you could get, Galactic War is probably the best option, though, for getting pretty similar results uh, battle to battle, but... Um, yeah, we may have to do uh, do a little. Well, you've bit got more multiple colonists. You've got multiple characters. You've got more. You've got multiple characters that can do a colon assist, right? I mean, you've got a C three PO colon assist, and you've got Geos that do a colon yes. assist. Yes. You got what General Kenobi you got, and uh, Jedi General Knight Kenobi, Revan, and, um, and Ewoks even, right? And one of those Ewoks. Yeah, Ewoks on basic, is another one. Right, so you've got some multiple teams that Bosk is another. Um, yeah, you've got some teams that do these that do these crazy ability that do these like call these like mass calling assist, and um, you know, so it doesn't matter for every team, but it matters for certain teams. It also um potentially matters on how you set them up for defense based on what the heads up display is going to do for the other side. Absolutely. So I, and one, one thing that I've seen a lot of people mention is the, that irritates people is the B one and general grievous interaction that they're, that basically when grievous uses a special ability, B one gets called to assist, but can attack. And, I think that's basically due to the insanely slow animation that Grievous has. So he gets triggered, takes some more animation before he actually applies the damage. B1 gets to go, and then it gets back to Grievous eventually. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, again, is that anticipate? Is that in, that's all, that doesn't that's not in? Yeah, that's where your animation point comes in, as far as a fast animation versus a slow animation. Because Grievous does something and then attacks. Right. So it takes an extra quarter of a second or whatever to run through that. And I'd like to know the difference of doing an ability with B1 in the second slot versus B1 in the fifth slot. Because that could be the difference that people are seeing if, you know, the animation for B1 is triggered, you know, a tenth of a second later or whatever. Um, that could... I'm going to go back and try to... F Where was this question at? It was rather lengthy. Because um, they specifically said about the B1. And I can't remember exactly. 
um, what that mechanic is and how it works. Uh, uh, it's always very exciting listening to somebody scroll through an internet page. When the hell is well, that question? Well, I mean, just kind of on an overall, I feel like that um, we had some pretty good takeaways from this Q&A. How, how do you feel overall on this Q&A? And how they and how they handled it versus previous Q and A. I I thought it was done pretty well. I I mean, I, I think they answered some really good questions. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that just don't answer. They're going to give a blanket answer on the fact that they answered a question about why they give blanket answers. I loved. Um, you know, that's that is one thing they always try to avoid. So the fact they actually kind of took it and explained why this is the way it usually is. I thought that was fantastic. Um, all in all, we got some pretty good information. I wish they would have done a little bit more to make us feel, um, you know, feel a little bit better about like the new content stuff, but they, uh, I mean, they certainly gave us some information, um, you know, regarding that. So I'm not going to complain too much. What do you think? You know, on the overall, I, I felt like that they did better on this one than the previous ones. Um, I feel like they're getting more of a hang of it, and they're not pushed. They're not highlighting one area way more than like the other areas. Feels like they gave more substance in some areas than they have previously, which I'm all for a more substantive. I mean, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a yeah, Q and A, let's at least give the people that take the time to ask the questions some substance. Um, you know, there was yep. one time when like, you know, half of the text written responses were art related. And I felt like it was too much art and not enough um, like economy or not enough like quality of life or not enough general. And you're like, that's cool that the person who really likes the art is that into the art, but it was a, at the particular times that it's happened before, we needed a little bit more substance, I guess. And so I feel like that they're doing a better job of, yeah. Of um, I mean, again, right, this is only like the fifth or sixth Q&A they've done total, I think, right? Since they've ever started them. So they're, you know, we'd, would, we would yeah. want them to get better and better as they, as they keep going. I think it's interesting that they took a photo in the beginning of the random white dude, the guy yep. with a t-shirt on, um, this is random white dude. <laughs> and they and they put that on, they put that on the forum. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Okay. Um Okay, I found the question and it did not uh, it did not mention the uh, general grievous thing. Uh, I Okay. I'll figure that out and I'll make sure to talk about that next week um, and try to get some sort of basic clarity on that because I'm kind of curious. Um, I just can't remember exactly which way that issue works. Um, anyway, you got a couple more topics uh, so, that you want to uh, talk about. Yeah. Yeah, two more points. Uh, one thing is there's no way to change the way you enter Grand Arena. So if you accidentally enter Grand Arena, tough luck it's basically because it just it starts doing matchups then and somebody backing out getting back in that sort of stuff screws that up and so um the change to the way is not gonna happen unfortunately um 
and also regarding territory war, no territory war review period because it's directly possible, which I find interesting, but they say that there may be a territory battle history function sometimes in the future. And I mean, I would be okay with that. I, I, we need something. You would like to be able to it's, review a previous, like, go, oh, oh, we just bought this guild. What that... they put in the last time? That kind of a thing? Is that what you're, you're looking for? I mean, you could do it with screenshots, right? Uh, and you can and you and you do have a review period on TW. Well, um, sorry, did I say territory war? I meant I mean, we have twenty. We... Yeah, oh, I meant TB territory battle. period. Yeah, um, I agree. I would love to have a TB review period because we right now it's instantaneously it's... over, and you can't really review the uh, the final phase that you're in. Whatever your final phase is, you got to basically take screenshots like 15 minutes before it's over so that that way you're you're done with it and so yeah i would love to see it i would love yes um, it is i would love to see that and then uh, i'd love to see a tb history as well you know see hey is the guild actually doing you know are we progressing as well as we thought yeah right i mean even if it was just numbers but um for sure i, I can tell you that you can also yep. write all that stuff, take screenshots and write all that stuff down on a spreadsheet if you wanted to, if you really wanted to. I mean, typically... Yeah. The, the, We're fortunate we've got a... Uh, we've got a guild member that does that. He tracks all the information in the past three light side geo-territory battles. He's tracked information basically for everybody. De deploy numbers per phase, combat mission, points earned... And you can get some really, really cool information just by doing that. Um, get getting to see, you know, if people are deploying all of their roster, only part of their roster, not full deploying, whatever. And then the points that you're actually getting from combat missions. Uh, yeah, it's been um, pretty I think there's neat a lot that you can do uh, to kind of try and understand a little bit better uh, where where guild members are at. But again, we're taking screenshots and then rewriting data down that we could have written down some other way so again more functionality more the other thing right. too is um you know we we need i feel like we need more than just rogue act right and and like focus and no go sign we need like a app like an absolute like an absolutely you cannot yes, do this desperately but, right i mean they're they're you know, yep you, you know, um, yep. uh, I mean, 100%. Why, why we don't have that. I, I don't, I, I think they did mention actually, actually in a, uh, in a previous Q and a, cause they still want there to be some sort of aspect of people need to listen to the orders and, you know, t you know, officers just not making it to where, you know, you're kind of forced into a position that there's still some autonomy for each person to you know you can go in and screw up if you want to you may piss your officers off but you know it's that was your call um which i'm okay with but good i good point I, I would like there to be ways to give better direction in game i agree i agree um okay we ready to talk about something really fun now uh, yes, we are. 
Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. We're going to pop the top off of this uh, kit for the finalizer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what else to use, so had to use that one. Um, all right, so what what do you like your overall thoughts before we actually dive into the kit? Uh, pretty excited, lukewarm. How you feeling? Um, I like this kit, man. I I think this is going to be a great ship. I'm really digging it. How about yep. you? I am. Uh, okay. I, I'm the exact same way. I. It's been a while since I felt this excited about a ship, but I am definitely. I am all aboard on this thing because it sounds awesome. Just gives me more reason to get Hux finished <laughs> very soon. Um, I have right. him at G12. I have him at G12 yeah, already. I'm I do too. Like, four, I'm like four star like, gear twelve. Yeah, I got a four. I got a. I think I got a four star gear twelve or five star gear twelve, whatever it is. And I'm just like, okay, buddy, <laughs> it's done. You know that Whoa. actually, the fact that they allowed a, you know, a, a fleet captain. Fun. To go to yeah. gear 12 at lower stars is really interesting. If there's ever one character to do it on, this is the perfect choice. Um, I feel like I that was, was a like mistake a, on their part. I mean, did they ever actually admit that? Yes. They... Yeah, they basically said it was a mistake on their part, but couldn't They're have happened to a better it. character. They're going to leave it, though. Yeah, because people have yes. applied everything. Yep. Fortunately. So... All right, let's jump into this. Uh, this is obviously a dark side ship. It's capital and, of course, first order. The fleet commander is General Hux, and this ship is described as a first order capital ship that enables the first order fleet to have an early game advantage and relentlessly pursue enemies, which sounds fun as hell. I agree. The basic ability is called Lay Waste. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy. If the target is hunted, deal damage a second time. Target ally gains critical damage up for two turns. And if they are first order, they are also called to assist, dealing 30% less damage. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that base? Um, I think we have to know more about uh, what does uh, hunt, uh, hunted mean. Um. That's probably my big takeaway from there. That um, I definitely because hunted agree. sounds pretty cool, and um, anytime you can do uh, the, uh, a target ally call and assist yeah. and crit damage up, those are all good things. Absolutely, and um, like I said, the being able to pick a target is crit great. damage up and for two also, turns is nothing. It's nothing to, it's nothing to um, sneeze at. Anytime a ship brings in like a new. Oh, hell no. No, crit damage up makes a big difference, especially when we're talking hard. about these first order ships that, um, yeah, they hit hard. Like, you know, TIE Fighter pilots been, maybe not so Previously, much now, though. but has been one of the hardest hitting ships. Yeah, it's great. And so he might still be, at, you know, at high relic levels. I'm not sure, but, um, uh, the, but yeah, the hunted, I, I love it when they add, you know, unique abilities, some of these capital ships, uh, just, you know, fun little new mechanics. 
Yeah. Um, the first special is called Quell. It is a cooldown of two. Final text, deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict offense down and target lock for three turns. If the target is resistance or hunted, these effects can't be resisted. Um, so, uh, again, inflicting target lock typically does something else, right? And so we have to, you, yep. you know, there's like, it's, it's on its own, target lock is not super awesome. But it's the abilities that come afterwards when a character is target locked, yeah. that is super cool. And um, offense down on your on your enemy is always a good thing. So, hundred um, percent. And now and now we've got cannot be resisted, which means um, which is pretty cool. Anytime you have an ability which can't be resisted, that's always a good thing. And now we have two ways for yep. it to be where it can't and... be resisted. But I, I will tell you, most people are not running resistance characters in arena. So I'm not really seeing this really That's working what I was about to say. for the resistance. But if we can get to hunted, I think that could be pretty cool. Agreed. Um, all right. Second special is Ravage with a four-turn cooldown. Final text. Deal physical damage to all enemies. This attack deals 100% more damage for each hunted enemy. <laughs> We really need to figure out what hunted is. I love <laughs> like things doing yeah, more damage. More, more damage, big AOE hit, which means now we can get around the taunt, which we love whenever we yeah. get around the taunt. Dealing 100% more damage after you've got crit damage up, I think is super awesome. But um, we need to, dealing 100% more damage for each hunted enemy means we really need to know what hunted is because we could potentially be doing 200 300, 400, or 500 percent more damage. So yes, super important. We now have a AOE ability that could do 500 percent more damage. I would lo love to figure out how we could do that, which yes. would be badass. Now, I so let's talk about that with the third special, and this is the ultimate ability. Yeah. English Hope three turn cooldown. Three turn. That is the lowest cooldown of any ultimate. Right. Not only that, but this is the only ultimate that is available for use at the start of battle. Final text. All hunted enemies lose 35% turn meter, and the target enemy becomes hunted until they are defeated, which cannot be copied, dispelled, prevented, or resisted. Then, deal physical damage to target enemy. First order allies gain defense, penetration, offense up for two turns, this ability can be evaded and is available for use at the start of battle. Hunted. Deal 75% less damage with out-of-turn attacks and can't gain bonus turn meter. Right. This is just flat-out okay, badass. So I, I'm going to tell you right now, first of all, the animation is awesome. I, I mean, totally it, agree. The animation I mean, I, is fantastic. The animation... I mean, this, I mean, if they just wanted to rework, I mean, we, I just sat there and complained about the art and here is art being awesome in this game, right? This is epic. <laughs> every, every character, every, every capital ship's ultimate should look this good, right? Um, secondly, uh, yeah. man, does Hunted sound like that is uh, anti-Millennium Falcon and anti-Houndstooth, uh, right? 
not gaining bonus turn meter, half the reason why... And anti-Anakin anti also. Anti-Anakin as well. There is a lot of anti-stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh, to me, Hell yeah. To, to me, can't gain bonus turn meter means we want Anakin hunted from the very beginning. Absolutely. And can't gain those bonus turns. Exactly. Which means now if we kill, if I we mean, kill someone else, he can't he, he yeah. can't gain the bonus turn meter. And if you and if I mean, you have, it completely and, nerfs his unique and, ability. And if you can't um and can't be dispelled means that if you were able to get hunted off on MILF before MILF did the wiggle, again we gotta check the speeds, but if that was poss possible, now I think it would now, be now I mean if it's possible, we gotta check the speeds, but if it's possible. Now you have a hunted milf, which means you're you're doing more damage all the time. The other thing too is, uh, when you know when Houndstooth is not taunting and excuse me and doesn't have a daze, every time you hit another enemy, I mean one of its allies, it gains twenty five percent turn meter, which means on an AOE sometimes it yep. it can get a hundred percent turn meter, which is crazy. So yeah. For me, this hunted is also anti houndstooth. We need more anti houndstooth in the game. So I am a hundred percent totally stoked about about this. Well, and, and the other thing that makes this—I mean, it's not just hunted that makes this anti houndstooth. It's first order allies gaining defense, penetration, and offense up. These ships that already hit hard are going to be hitting even harder um, because of that. It, I, I, I absolutely love it. This is super awesome. Now, the question is, how fast can you get this ability off? And that takes us to the unique ability, two steps ahead. Final text. Yeah. At the start right. of battle, the finalizer gains 15 speed for each other active First Order ally until the end of its turn or the end of its first turn all first order allies active at the start of battle have plus 50 percent max health and have their reinforcement abilities activated debuffs from these abilities will not be inflicted first order allies recover 25 percent health whenever they are critically or sorry when they critically hit an enemy and if a first order ally defeats a hunted enemy, that ally that ally gains twenty five percent critical damage stacking for five stacks until the end of battle. Um, man, that is awesome. So the fifteen speed, you're gonna have three starting ships, so that is forty five additional speed that this ship can get right we out. We also of the game. need to look at the. We also need to look at the view mechanics on GG. I know it says each other. But if you actually go into the view mechanics, the finalizer might be counting itself in in view mechanics on GG. I've seen this in the in the in the past where the text yes. and the other thing that so it's possible. Yeah, it's that insane. that is definitely something to check. Um, theor by wording, it should include itself. Very very well could. And yes. the other thing, like what you're talking about with Millennium Falcon, is the fact that. Uh, the TIE Silencer is a super fast ship 
inflict stun so you mm-hmm. could stun the falcon right out of the gate then mm-hmm. that would open the door to use this target the falcon and just yes. get the hell out of the way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome i absolutely love this ability and then the stacking crit damage, uh, the health recoveries, the plus, the big thing I think here is the plus 50% max health, especially on a ship that, like, uh, Kylo's shuttle that has 100k health. Like, this thing has a lot of health, but adding another 50% and, health? Yes. Yeah, and and they recover health on a critical hit. And they've already got a bunch yeah. of critical hits coming up, right? I mean, they, you know, so I, yep. I feel like this is, and they got, and they got, they have stacking crit damage. I mean, it's like insane. insane. And then a lot of these ships also have advantage. You know, Kylo Shuttle gives yeah, that advantage. Which, means, which, is a, which is a guaranteed crit, basically, right? I mean, advantage yeah. is effectively a guaranteed crit. And uh, so the reinforcement bonus is reinforcements gain advantage for two turns. If the reinforcement is first order, they also gain 25% critical damage until the end of the battle. Finalizer gains 30% turn meter. And that's and, a well, pretty and here's cool the other thing too is if you go back and look, they have their reinforcement abilities activated. I don't think we've we've kind of touched on this enough, but just first order characters and what some of their reinforcement abilities are. Right? Yes, this is very important. I mean, effectively, that means silencers the TIE silencer already has afterburn, right? Yes, it starts out with afterburn. And, uh, let's see. Okay, so the TIE Silencer gains plus 25% offense and the Afterburner buff, which can't be profaned or dispelled. Uh, Afterburner is when the TIE Silencer attacks with advantage, reduce its cooldowns by one. When a First Order ally takes damage, the TIE Silencer has a 50% chance to gain advantage for two turns. When you have three First Order ships out there, going to be a lot of advantage gaining there. And if you did um, if you did Kylo's shuttle, you gain in twenty percent turn meter on the shuttle, and every other first order is gaining ten percent, right? And then the first order Tie Fighter also has some turn meter gain. All allies gain fifteen percent turn meter. So the first order Tie Fighter pilot means everybody would get forty percent potency. And all active allies would have negative 20% tenacity doubled against resistance. Ooh, that's pretty I mean, good, some, too. I mean, there are some pretty... Or here, inflict target lock on the... And if, here's one. If you did the first order, you could inflict target lock already. Oh, no. Well, no it won't... Inf- no debuff. It won't inflict right, right. target lock. Yeah, it, it won't ex- do the debuff. Right. It won't do the debuff. But everything else would be good. But, so, I it, mean, you have a lot of options here. Um, you, have a, you have an incredibly lot, lot of options. And uh, this is awesome. Again, again, you know, first order, you know, I've always thought first order special forces tie fighter pilot. I mean, look, once you've already gone all in on the first order, going all in on on this on this first order tie fighter pilot is not the end of the world. It really is, right? And it, and in some fleet in some I mean in some of the previously he actually took the place for a lot of people on first order officer. Most people didn't have him and didn't have him up to D12. I happen to already have him up to D12. I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, he was better than first order officer in that fifth spot on the original team, right? With crew lead. Yeah. And he already had a ship that was really good. 
Now what we're saying is it's even better to have him, and you're going to have him at, what is it, Relic 3, Relic 5? What do we need him for in this thing? The, the thing that just, the uh, quest. Relic just, we need him five. At relic, we I need believe. him at Relic 5. That dude's going to hit hard, and he's got, like a, he's got some kind of, like, I mean, some of his abilities are pretty darn good. So um, I'm just going to tell you, I feel like that, uh, yep. that First Order, I mean, effectively, you shouldn't have a problem climbing at this point with this fleet. Like we're effect we're effectively saying there we're effectively with this fleet saying there is no we should not see a timeout meta in ship ever again. I feel like that's what we're saying with this fleet. Maybe I'm wrong. That's kind of an interesting point. I mean, that is a lot of damage right out of the gate. I mean, with all the turn meter gain, and you're already talking about these fast ships, so they could be getting a second turn before the other capital ship even gets its first turn. It isn't entirely possible, but I, I mean, in my mind, that's what I'm seeing is, and under user control, where you get to put hunted where you want it, when you want it. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. Um, and uh -huh. I feel like under, un, I, I bet you that the, this the, doesn't seem like a defensive AI squad. No, this, this to me seems like. I'm going to come in and if I'm a smart, you know, if I'm a human playing, then I, I put hunted where it needs to go and you're just, you're gone. Um, you know, exactly. I, I feel like this is going to be really good, but I do not feel that we're going to see that. I feel like this is an end to timeout. Um, at least as far as what we have in the game so far. And it's a way to get around the tank. Yep, hundred percent. I am uh, I am pretty excited about it. Um, mm -hmm. Well, uh, that pretty much covers everything for this episode, Grande. You, you know, have what, anything else well, you'd like to? You know, that I mean, there are some things that could. You know, we've we've talked about this before. There, there are some things that could. Uh, you know, I know they said they didn't. They 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 built the radis. Uh, to be the opposite of each other, uh, so you would assume they're mm -hmm. balanced on paper. This looks really cool, right? You know, in a day or two, we'll see, yeah. right? I mean, you want to kind of leave it a little bit measured, but I'm excited for what we see. I'm excited for reading the kit. What is it going to work exactly like how we're theory crafting? Who knows, right? But um, you know, it should be it should be pretty cool. I haven't been this excited about a ship since Houndstooth, maybe Jedi Knight Anakin Starfighter. Oh, the rework, maybe Hounds. Yeah, maybe yeah. Houndstooth or maybe the Anakin rework. Yeah, yeah. it's been a Something while. Like it's been a long yeah. time. I mean, so yeah, this is this is fantastic. I mean, I that, it's gonna put. I wasn't use... that excited about. I wasn't excited about Vulture Droid or or the or the or the BTL. So this is definitely. More exciting than either one of those. I was yeah. pretty excited about the Holdo maneuver. 100%. It, it, the, the biggest challenge with Holdo and the Holdo maneuver is yeah. that we don't have the chip to make the um, foresight work, right? Now, I will tell you that, you know, the, the people in chat are making a group, Joker's making a good point in chat. If they release some first, some uh, resistance ships that, you know, gave us foresight 
and then basically made it where she, you know, from reinforcements and then made it to where, you know, Holdo was able to get to her Holdo maneuver in half the time and knock and knock this and, and do like the movie and knock this guy out, right? Do the Holdo maneuver on this guy right away. Then, yeah, obviously that would make sense, right? And it's very possible that this ship is super, um, works super great against everybody, but maybe Holdo with the ship that I think is coming eventually and might be Q2 of 2020, which is a Galactic Legends Ray sitting in a Galactic Legends Ray Red 5. Right? That's, That'd be cool. And, and, if, we had a Gala- oh, yeah. and if we had a Galactic Please. Legends Ray in her own Galactic Legends Ray ship, it might wipe the it might wipe the map with this, um, with this particular team that we're talking about. But I like it. I don't think that we're gonna get that, you know, at least until April. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just yeah. I'm, if we're I'm, lucky, I'm if the, we're the lucky, we'll pushed, get it by right? April. If we're saying that's Q2, right? So, so Q2 would be, you know, April, May, or June. Yeah. Maybe we might end up with some good. I, I'm so with as much as they're putting in ships content, right? And as much as, and as much as we're putting into, um, uh, as much as they're putting into these two, and the fact that both the resistance faction and the first order faction are heavily involved in ships, I would like to see the two new Galactic Legends characters, if they were to continue this for another quarter, have both of them get their own ship. That's just me. Yes, I totally agree. Um, And that could be part of the reason why they're doing this, because both of these factions are kind of short on ships, whereas, you know, most of these other factions, you can build out a full squad and have a couple reinforcements of that faction resistance you have zero reinforcements and you only have one with first order so that is certainly a possibility and and joker again is mentioning that we and we did get a new calendar right i don't know if you you didn't really talk about the calendar too much but we did get a calendar and the calendar character login character is like luminara or something yes it's super interesting um and and i think you know that potentially could lead to and we do have a new um, season seven of the Clone Wars yeah. cartoon on Disney Plus, yeah. and so potentially we could kind of two steps forward and two steps back. We could take two steps back and go back to Clone Wars a little bit, and uh, potentially end up with some Galactic Republic and some some Separatist Galactic Republic kind of work, which might give us some more relief on Light Side TV and Dark Side TV. Yes, Which would that, be and that, that would be the big thing. If we got a little bit of help for the light side territory battle. Um, there are some that guilds that are still awesome. having serious... There are some guilds that are still having some pretty serious trouble with dark side TV. I mean, I know there's a lot of guilds out there getting, you know, 28, 29, 30, 31 stars, right? In, in dark side GOTB. I think there's even a guild that got 32 stars. But we don't have a lot of guilds up yep. there in that area. And so I know we tend to talk about light side GOTB as being where people need help, but I still feel like that there are some <clears throat> some groups out there that could that could maybe they could maybe use with a few more separatists 
or used with a few more, you know, or some reworks on uh, on uh, on Galactic Jedi. I mean, you know, we've talked about how bad Mace is, right? Um, you basically said he was a yep. dead capital ship. <clears throat> I'd love it if we were able to maybe kind of end up with a with a. And from you know, we got we got a couple people in. I don't I don't know if you saw this or not, but we have a couple people shout you know shout out because of double. <laughs> Because of double cam shards, we have a couple people that have unlocked uh, Kiamundi. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? And um, and they basically say he doesn't work real well, right? Well, he'd work a lot better if we had a couple Galactic Jedi that were reworked. Yeah. So it's something to think yep. about. That that could certainly be playing a factor. Um... Either way, I, I've got a relic for Aelosecura, so please rework her. I would be very happy. <laughs> I think, I, I, you know, I think Aela should get a rework. East Cost should get a rework. Yeah. Mace Windu should get a rework. Yeah. Lumi should get a rework. They could touch on Barris again, even though Barris is really good yeah, in, for in sure. certain instances. I think Barris could re rework, but yeah, Kiamundi or uh, Cam uh, really needs some really needs some some love to, or he needs some other people um, who knows we'll yeah. have to see. And, and you know they wanted to do that rework they just ran out of time as they mentioned before they so. ran out of time well, you know now with the Clone Wars series coming back a little bit more incentive um, to maybe it, move that up the priority list uh, not a spoiler not a spoiler alert but i mean it is on the it's on the you know you can watch the U youtube shows that the first episode has more clones in it and has clones that are you would not mistake for any other clones that yeah chicken bottom said it in the chat there bad bat which is a which had been alluded to before and uh would be and you know, I'd love to see a another a, a secondary clone squad that would work for light side GOT. They could use a couple more, uh, for sure. That would be great at, to have more. At least what? There. Yeah, I mean, if you had, if you have four with gas, and then you could put four with shock T, that'd be really great. Which means we need at least two more, right? Yep. Really and truly, I mean, at, bare, at a bare minimum, we need two more. So yep. Let's see how it I goes. totally but agree. It, it's all it's all good, interesting stuff. I agree. Well, I guess we will uh leave it there. And uh Grande, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll have to get you on again sometime, and uh we like to get you on every now and then. There was um actually you know what while you're here i want to ask you a question real quick okay sure um so you posted this in our discord and this was actually something that we had talked about last time you were on the show because okay. relics were still a little bit newer mm -hmm. um so I predicted that relics would decrease the need for speed secondaries on uh, mods and characters over time. <laughs> right. uh, I remember asked, that. Do I still feel this way overall? Or um, do I think that speed has become a factor again with all these characters kind of getting to Relic 7? Um, what do you think about 
that? It's team specific. It's very, you know, speed is team specific. Uh, they have produced, so I, it's almost like relics didn't even really count as much as kit descriptions, right? And we already knew this. We knew that kit descriptions trumped mods. And how we know this is because we have meta teams. Yes. Right? For sure. We knew this because we have meta teams, which, yep. you know, um, a guy with, you know, a True. guy with gas clones beats a guy without gas clones. You know, if it's 5v5, almost every time, right? Uh, the thing is, is that the gas, For team, sure. you know, gas, the gas team and the way um, five Zeta work means you don't need speed, right? But they had to almost double the amount of health and protection gained by that and have a really dumb mm-hmm. AI that on purpose, the AI does not target five, right? If the AI, if the, if the, yes, if the, very weird. The, if the AI targeted five, if the AI said, when you, when and ever possible, target five, it would be difficult. The, we would need speed, but they intentionally didn't do that. And the reason why they didn't do that is because they're trying to decrease the necessity for people to have speed mods. I mean, right now, gas beats gas and whoever's on offense wins every time. Yep. Pretty much. I mean, and, um, it doesn't, there, and it doesn't matter. But there are some other aspects. I mean, but if, so you, like if you're relic, the, I mean, as long as you're relic, it doesn't matter. I mean, I've I've never seen a person who's running gas be gas. Yes, for the guy on offense. That's lost. definitely true. Right, and it doesn't matter whether whether everybody yeah, on the team is relic two or everybody on the team is relic seven. I mean, I'm guessing it's possible, but it, um, it's not there. I I feel like certain teams are definitely they're highly, pretty safe mirrors. Yes. A pretty safe mirror that on offense you're going to win. Um, I, I will say this though I will say that um, teams that speed matters, uh, you still have a uh, you know, you still need speed on your Darth Revan Malik team, uh, uh, whether it's on offense or defense, and you have to have it in a, you need to have it in a large amount of it to make it work right. Um, even even For sure. and there will always be teams and characters that are way um and and um and I still feel like that there you, you know you you know you, on um you know for white revan you still need a lot of speed uh even without it um yes and I don't yeah, and again sure. I I don't feel like that it's I feel like speed has maybe diminished a little bit but I feel like it's still king even in the new era and uh, the depth and plethora and quality of mods is probably more evident now than ever before. As far as if we're looking player to player. Yeah, that's, that is definitely true. Um, How do you feel I'll about answer it? this in a little bit more detail next week? Cause I'd like to talk about it longer, but in general, I think, think my original prediction i feel like it was pretty spot on like most of my teams i have gone pretty far away from using as much speed as possible and moved a lot more towards other stats um i'll give samples next week uh because that i think that would be a fun discussion what's interesting though the pad we have two teams padme and gas that don't really need speed right 
and yeah except and then and then really and truly except for one or two characters on like a grievous squad that don't need speed but i feel like that they made kit they worked really hard on kit where you have characters that gain a hundred percent turn meter and stuff like that where when when to the, mitigate when it. the other yeah to mitigate speed right i mean a hundred percent if somebody's if somebody's gaining a hundred percent turn meter when you do something right you you have eliminated the need for speed on that character yep yep or if they gain a bunch of tm wink thinks he's right oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i still think speed matters right i mean i'm gonna tell you right now our guild i mean i'm in maw for most people who don't know i'm in maw we still have speed requirements that you're supposed to put on the characters and i will tell you that i even with my depth of mods and i don't have a lot of like plus 25s but what i do have is a lot of plus 20s and a lot of plus 15s i still cannot mm -hmm. meet our requirements because most of the counters i mean if you were going to use a cls counter against gas you better have you better bring some freaking speed to that map or it's not speed, yes you know, Yep. And there are some teams you you just do flat out character go first. But it's usually one character or two characters. It's not your whole team. No, it's not no, but it's never your whole team. It's never been your whole team, right? Uh there've been times where the for example, Darth Revan, Malak, Bastlashan Fallen. Those three, I mean, you absolutely need them going as often as possible. So I, so I'm going to tell you right now, because Mallet gains 100% turn meter, right? I, you didn't really need speed on him. He gains 100% turn. I meter. don't disagree with you, but everybody mods him for speed. All I don't. Of, it seems no. I modded him. I modded him for offense. I don't either. But I'll be honest. Mine's gear 11. So. Oh, mine's. Mine's I hardly mine's, use them at all. Mine's Relic 7. So I, I mean, and I'm going to tell you right now, you, you know. I, I figured. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, you could get away with a lot. You can, you can get, when a character goes to 100% turn oh, meter, yeah. you can get away with a lot, right? You can get away with a whole lot. And Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, in my yep. opinion, Malik is one of those characters that didn't really need to save. Now, Darth Revan and Bastion Fallen, totally agree with, right? But. Uh, but not, but not on Malik. And no. I think that HK could actually have been slow, in my opinion. HK can be slow, and the reason why is again because he hit oh, yeah. hard. Yep, I've always ran him slow, and because potentially, yep, you know, um, I'm, you know, but true. again, you know, um, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, uh, and it, it all depends on where you are. Everybody's playing this game differently, right? You know, I'm in a, I'm in a top five guild playing against other top five guilds in TW and GAC and everyone's GAC and every, and what I've found is one guild's TW experience to another guild's TW experience is different. And one person's GAC experience to another person's GAC experience mm -hmm. is very different. And so someone, even if everybody is sitting, yep. even if everybody is sitting in, you know, the final division, uh, I'm going to tell you, if you see some, if you fight, if you have somebody who has 6.5 million GP, and you went in and you saw what they're, you know, the teams that they're fighting against at that are around their same GP, you know, their same GP in their top eighty. You would realize, oh crap, I I have to, um, uh, I I have to really, I have to have much better mods and much better speed 
or I just don't ever get a turn. And um, and so I uh, again, I, yeah. I don't feel like we can ever take one person, um, one person's perspective. If that makes sense on one of these things, you have to take a lot of people's perspective in order to come up with a better idea. And I, I still feel like that if you were going to choose a mod with no speed or a mod with speed, I'd probably take a slight decrease in speed, but speed would still be on the character. It's just instead of plus 25s or plus 27s, I'd be like, I, I can live with a plus 16 or I can live with a plus 11 because it also has this much offense or it also has this much or it also has this much defense or it also has the right primary and secondary but i can't say i can't say that i'm going to totally sacrifice a hundred percent of the speed that i could have gotten from this mod so in other words i'm going to take a mod with no speed on it because it, it would be rare there's a rare character where i would say that that's okay to have no speed on Yeah, no, I totally agree. What you just said is, I think, very spot on. You will never be worse by going fast, but the the importance of it's just not what it used to be. Just because you can get, you know, a 16% health primary with a bunch of extra defense on the secondaries, like that extra defense or the extra health or protection percentage or whatever will get you a lot further than the 10 extra speed or whatever. Just, I mean, there. it's amazing the number of characters now that I mod. I don't really care about speed on them at all. Like, I'm just, I'm modding them to do what they do really well, and, and they do that without having to sacrifice a bunch of speed on them. But then again, there are still, uh, there are still characters that I want to go fight. Like, my bounty hunters, Bosk, Django, and Boba, they are pretty damn fast. I mean, and they're they really good. That's one of my best modded teams. Um, I mean, if you looked at the mods on them, you'd be like, why the hell are those mods not on your arena team? I'm like, well, because they don't need it. I mean, if you're running, no if you're running, get, if you're running gash, you don't need to be super fast. I agree. But if you're, you know, um, and a team like boss, right? I mean, if you're trying to get out there, you're trying to beat this. You're, what's the, to me, the most powerful counter for bound, a bounty hunter team, if you were going to put it on defense, would be when somebody went in there with JTR currently, right? Which means that you're trying to get your bounty hunter team yes. to, go fa- to go faster than the plus TM gain that BB-8 and is giving to the team and that, you know, JTR is getting just Which at some point JTR. gets impossible. It does get impossible, but effectively yeah. what you're trying to say is is that if they had two or three, you know, G11s on the team or they had two or three low G12s on the team, you might be able to take out two or three, and then by that time you got to your payout, and if you get to your payout <coughs> before they get to their, before they get to Illuminated Destiny, your team might be able to win on defense, right? You might be able to get one one win, or you're at yep. least telling, or you're at least telling them there ain't true. no... Or you're at least telling them there's a hundred there's a there's a hundred percent zero probability of you winning with troopers against this. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. Like you're basically trying to force them with mm-hmm. with your modding 
to say, you have to try, you have to do this another way, right? It's the one, I'm going to tell you right now, it's the one reason why, you, why, why a lot of people still put a lot of speed on Rex is because if you have enough speed on Rex, then you can potentially tell that guy, mm-hmm. there's no way your CLS counter is going to work. I put this much speed on Rex, yep. which means even if you stun him and he gets a chance to come around to his second turn, He's coming around so fast to his second turn that it doesn't matter that you stunned him the first time. And that would be the only reason yeah. why you would say, okay, I'm still going to mod Rex for massive speed. And it's because you've got a character on the other team that did something like this, um, you know, like Hanshu's first, right? I mean, there's a, again, right. you know, it's, um, it's specific. It's not every character. But I'm going to tell you, whenever you look at these stuff, I, I mean, most, most people don't have, I mean, just to fill out their arena team, most people don't have, let's say, you know, there's five mods excluding the, excluding the speed arrow. So there's five mods. Um, and, and besides those five mods, so there's five times five. So most people don't have 25, you know, plus 25 speed mods that all fit in the right primaries and secondaries to all work together. So they wouldn't, yes. they, I mean, no one could go for all speed. They got it randomized, which means they're trying to maximize that, that particular mod with another group of mods that kind of sort of works. I mean, it's pretty rare. I've seen someone that let's say has more than, 20 characters then they that they could get over 160 speed you know plus 160 total right and there's yeah. a i mean i'm going to tell you right now on Gets my team for example on my on my there's a lot of characters that i have moved and not a lot but there's a few there's a lot of characters that i've moved away from a speed arrow and and gone to a crit avoidance arrow for example right or i've moved away from a speed yep. 100%. A, a, or i've moved away from a speed arrow and moved over to an offense arrow, even on my mm-hmm. arena team. Now, I will tell you, it's a, it's a crit avoidance with plus 20 speed, or it's, a, it's an offense arrow with plus 18. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, not, I'm only giving up 12 points of speed to gain the extra offense. Or it's, because, or it's on that CLS team because, you've got a, because you're trying to get guard on a specific character and so you have to manipulate the mods so that they don't have the lowest health pool and guard gets put on a certain yep. character instead of another character, right? So you're manipulating it for some yep. other ability. I mean, there are a lot of reasons to do stuff like that, but I, I'm surprised at the number of like non uh, plus 20 arrows that I use. I use quite a few arrows that don't have you know, a ton of speed. Like, I've got a lot in kind of like that 10 range that I use on a lot of characters that I use constantly. Um, I, I I just love those mods. I think they're fantastic. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll we see. will... But uh, I, I agree. We, I want speed to be less valuable. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, we will definitely touch on this again next week, get GMP's opinion, dig into it a little bit more, because I think that's kind of a fun question. But um, Grande, thank you again, sir. Absolutely. Uh, make sure everybody uh, go out there, check out Reality Skewed Gamers. Uh, lots of good stuff over there. Um, 
They do a great charity deal every year. Uh, we do. It's so a really great definitely one. make sure you American guys Cancer go Society. check that out. It. Yep. Good. Really good stuff. Um, so yeah. Uh, thanks, sir. And we will catch you guys next time.